This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's stay in Florida and bring in TJ Reeves. You know him, you love him. As the Bucks sideline reporter, host of Three Dog Thursday, an NFL and college football podcast as well. TJ, good to see you. And we are going to talk Bucks and Lions, of course. Now, set me straight here. Please put mm. my moral compass. Nine years is too compass. long. I'll set is you it, straight. Okay. Nine years <laughs> is too long. Okay. Yes. That's all I needed to know. I love how like, Chelsea slid in there. I love how she slid in there that her husband is challenging the 20 and 21 year olds on the message boards and she didn't miss a beat. She just slid it in <laughs> no. there because it's obviously an issue in the house and she just had to stick the knife in a little bit there. I understand that. Continue on, my friend. Well- well, because he's talking about like who's in his class. And then he was saying, oh, yeah, one of the basketball players is in my class. Like his discussions haven't been super great um, because they have to <laughs> respond to each other in the online classes. They have to respond to each other's like right. message boards. Like that's the right. way that they have like the class discussions. So it's just funny to me. And I'm like, well, yeah, he's like 20. Like it's well, a different exactly. life. Exactly. You got the 11, the 12, 13 years on it. And that's the whole point with the Miami player, which, by the way, If neither Joe Biden nor Donald Trump wins the election, he will have played during four different presidential administrations. If somebody for later this year. So just contemplate that for a minute. (laughs) Obama, Trump, Biden, and potentially somebody else. But I digress. I know you don't have me here for presidential history. Continue on. Cam, who was the the president when you started playing for Miami? (laughs) Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford. It's been quite a ride for me. Okay, TJ. So we got to talk about this Bucks game. And yes. I'll, I'll ask very simply, can can Baker Mayfield sustain this level of play? At first it was, oh, it's an anomaly, right? It's, oh, this, this guy's a journeyman now. And then it was, wow, this is a nice stretch. Is it to the point now where this is who he is this season? The simple answer is yes, it can yeah. sustain. And just ask the Philadelphia Eagles or ask the Green Bay Packers with what he did at Lambeau or the Atlanta Falcons in the final seconds of that regular season game in uh, in mid-December. The guy has delivered over and over and over again. And if we see the Baker Mayfield that we saw Monday night against the Philadelphia Eagles, the Bucks have a tremendous chance to win this game. I think they got a tremendous chance to win the game anyway uh, just because of the composure that they have played with the fact that the defense is more aggressive and has been better. And uh, you got playmakers. You got playmakers on both sides of the ball. So this is going to be fascinating with a Detroit team that hasn't breathed, sniffed, anything like this. Going back to the first, while we talk presidents, George Bush administration, Bush 41. That's the last time the Lions were in the divisional round of the playoffs. It has been a while. The Buccaneers have been in this round in 2020 and 2021 with a lot of guys on this current team that were involved in it. So that's advantage Buccaneers, you would have to think. Right. Maybe some strategery. I don't know if we were talking about George Bush or George W. Bush. Bush, but Bush 41. That. Bush 41. 1992. January of 1992. Well, right. Is that well, W the other or is, is that the older the one? one is Bush, the other one is Bush 43. W. Uh, w, as it's known there in China. Well, this yes, is... It's not a presidential podcast, so I didn't exactly. know. I just know him as W and just George Bush. So that's W's how I do it. daddy. W's daddy gotcha. was the president the last time the Lions were in the divisional round uh, way back. So it, it, it has been a while. 
Okay, so let's look at the regular season matchup between these two. And it was a while ago, so, you know, we know that. Teams change and teams get better down the stretch. But back in October, the Lions took it to the Bucks, 20-6. to Jared Goff had 353 yards through the air. So is there something that's different about this time's matchup that, you know, maybe there's some adjustments made? Or do you think Jared Goff is somebody that's going to have a lot of success again? He had a month, a month to throw the football. He had all of October to throw the football in the game in Tampa. And Ah. I think they will be more aggressive blitzing him. They blitzed from everywhere on Monday night. Uh, They blitzed from St. Petersburg. They blitzed from the (laughs) BetQL studios uh, against Jalen Hurts. And I think you will see more of that, including early on in the game uh, at Ford Field. The Bucs bringing two guys and maybe even three guys on some different pressures uh, with the blitz up front. So let's see. Let's see what it looks like because, again, we saw the movie in October that if he's got time to throw, he was 30 of 40 in the game. I mean, it's one thing to be three out of four or to be like seven out of ten, but to be 30 out of 40 in the game, he had too much time to throw and carved the buck defense up, especially in the second half of that game. We're talking with TJ Reeves, the Bucks sideline reporter, also host of Three Dog Thursday, the podcast, and play-by-play for Compass Media as well. He does it all. So, TJ, I want to go back to Baker for, for just a second and talk about not what he's done on the field, but guys sort of responding to him. And I thought Dan Campbell had a very interesting quote talking about Baker. And I'm, I'm sure you saw this where he said, you know, back when he was at Oklahoma – he comes out and he threw to everyone. He had his own That's workouts. Right. It, did, it didn't matter who it was. He was out there making sure his guys on his team had the best workout they could have in order to potentially make the pros. And he said, I see why people respond to him. So when you hear something like that, is that part of the equation as well? Not just him playing better on the field, but also people responding to him in the locker room? Yes, Again, in a word, yes, leadership, and it's been there. And the fact that he has been there before, I think I joked with you guys last week, but I keep using my punchlines everywhere, so I'll use it again. If he can win a playoff (laughs) game in Cleveland, which he did, that should count as three playoff wins. And he did that. (laughs) And he has brought some of that leadership, some of that swagger, you know, follow me. He had a couple of plays in that Eagles game where he took off running with the football uh, and, and loves to lower the shoulder. Uh, sometimes when he do, does that to his own physical detriment and risk doing that some of the time, guys gravitate to that. Gra- guys gravitate to uh, his leadership and to his toughness. And, uh, that I mean, this team right now is together. People keep asking me, what have they found in the back half of the season? They have played more aggressively. Baker Mayfield has played better, and they are together. They are this right now, and that makes them dangerous going to Detroit. Okay, so Tampa Bay has been one of those teams that has been criminally undervalued this season. One of the best criminally. teams at covering the numbers. Did you say criminally? Of- you didn't say creamly. Criminally. criminally. Keep going. Criminally. They're criminally undervalued. You knew what I was saying. Um, but, yeah, my attempt was not great. But still, okay. they have been a team that has been very undervalued. We'll just use the small world uh, I agree with you. from now on. Uh, so 12 and six against the number, one of the best marks in the NFL. So now they're getting six and a half points. Do you think this is a case of this is too many points or is there a case for the Bucks to win this game outright? Both A and B. It is too many points and there is a real case that the Buccaneers can win this game. 
on Sunday, particularly if they handle the start to the game, which this would be fascinating too, because this is what you do on the morning tip. If the Lions get an early touchdown, like they did against the Rams last week, and you could suddenly, how shall we say, short-term invest on a live line, you might take a long look at the live line, because I think this team can hang right in there and be there in the fourth quarter in a one-score game with a chance to win the game, and you get extra added value. Just a little tip on the morning tip here on a Friday uh, for the Buccaneers and the Lions. Um, uh, Bear in mind, the Buccaneers are one of only three teams that did not score a touchdown on their opening drive all season long. They had several field goals. They got first and goal inside the five and even inside the two on a couple of occasions, but they don't have a touchdown. They, they drove down the other night and scored on the Eagles. So you won't get as good of value live if the Bucks drive down and score right away. But if the Lions do what they did against the Rams and jump out with an early touchdown or an early 10-point lead, might be a little value on the Buccaneers. That's the start that Tampa Bay is trying to avoid, though. You do not want to be behind double figures in the first half with that roaring crowd, but there is real value right now on, on the Bucs, uh, even on the uh, on the money line, as you see there on the screen. Ooh. TJ, if you're not familiar with Tampa Bay, let's say you're just kind of a casual NFL fan, you know about Baker, maybe you know about the Bucs loving to blitz, <laughs> but what is one thing about Tampa – that maybe would surprise people who don't follow the team closely, one of their real strengths? I think Antoine Winfield, the safety, who is not a household name, Antoine Winfield Mm -hmm. Jr., because his father was a Pro Bowl player and played in a Super Bowl in the NFL. Antoine Winfield Jr. should be getting votes for Defensive Player of the Year, and I have a feeling he's going to make one or two plays in this game, either sacks, takeaways. He is the only player in the NFL with at least – 10 pass breakups, at least five sacks, at least five forced fumbles, at least five recovered fumbles. The only one. Uh, and again, you got to be a special player to have that many pass breakups because that's not just pass rushers stripping the ball out and or recovering it. So he's a special player. He should get votes for Defensive Player of the Year. He is arguably the Bucks' best player this season. Better than Mayfield, better than Mike Evans. So watch out for Antoine Winfield. If you don't know a lot about these guys, Number 31, patrolling the defensive secondary, will make a play or two or more on Sunday afternoon. All right, I got a quick one. Baker Mayfield, passing yardage prop, 256.5. This seems really low. He's gone over this in four of his last five. I'm symbolically going thumbs up over, over. They're going to throw it. They're going to throw it a bunch. He should have had, shoulda, coulda, woulda. He should have had 400 yards Monday night with the drops. He had Ooh. two long ones to Mike Evans that weren't hauled in. He had another slant in the third quarter to Kyle uh, to Kate Ott in the tight end, who would still be running on Friday morning had he caught the ball. <laughs> so, I mean, huh. uh, the guy could have had a much more monster night than the 300-yard night he had. I'm giving you the thumbs up for over on that prop, I believe. Let's go. Let's go. He is TJ Reeves, Bucks sideline reporter, also host of Three Dog Thursday, an NFL and college football podcast. Make sure you download that. TJ, thank you so much for being with us. Good luck to your Bucks this weekend, and thank you for making me not feel like a jerk for giving Cam McCormick a hard time. I need a little backup on that one. Four presidential administrations. If it's somebody other than Joe Biden or Donald Trump who wins in November, that would be interesting. Let's do this. If and when the Buccaneers are in the NFC title game, have me back next week. I look forward to it. We will do that. That's a guarantee. Thank you, TJ. Ah, I remember when. A guarantee. I feel like you need to talk about this. 
I, like the presidents, guys, don't they always do the thumbs? Oh yeah. What did who did this? Was this? Oh, this is Bill Clinton. You know, he always he always did this. You know, mm-hmm. Obama would say, "Let me be clear. Everybody has their own tells. This would be mine. The double thumbs up." Guys, hey. we're gonna re- <laughs> hey, we're, we're gonna reduce the deficit. <laughs> hey. hey, yes, yes. There's nothing that people want to hear from the president than than an impression of Fonzie. Guys, we got this. <laughs> hey, that'll work. For more, listen to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM weekday mornings from six to nine Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.